0: this is unstructured today we're joined by somebody i've actually written in an inter well not an interview a review it is the future of podcasting his name is jordan paris he's a busy guy Became a certified personal trainer, then decided to drop that, write a book. He's still training, I think, to a degree, but wrote a book, landed a podcast, has built up a giant presence, and I think he could just recently buy a drink. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) How are you doing today, Jordan? Um, This is Jordan Paris.
1: I am fantastic. It's always a lot of fun. I love when I get to be on one of my favorite podcasts, and this is absolutely one of them.
0: Well, thank you, man. I'm very flattered, and I'll try to maintain my level with you as you rise above us in the clouds.
1: Eric, you're, no, 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 no. You're, you're such a good interviewer. I have admired you for many months. You know this. I try to learn from you as much as I can when I when I listen to your show. You're a great interviewer with your own style, and it's just so admirable the way that you – and and listeners, I don't know if they can appreciate this, but I really appreciate this. It's so admirable the way that you – pause even for three seconds at a time instead of saying um it's what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to do by the book it's really great you're skilled
0: gosh there's that <laughs> pause now speaking of that you you've kind of put out that your goal is to be the next oprah larry king love child of the future is that a fair analysis
1: yeah, that's a fair analysis. I've been saying for quite some time now that I'm going to have the talk show. And right now the podcast is a vehicle for me that is a, that is taking me where I want to go. It's aligning me with the right people, the people that are carrying the torch throughout the 21st century and by association, I'll take a torch as well. So, it only why not me? Why not me? And and hey, Kevin Rudolph Kevin Rudolph last week, one of my real life superheroes, if you remember that song, Let It Rock, and you know, one of the biggest songs of the century, really, arguably. And he well, not arguably, I mean it was it's a it's a wildly popular song. I'd love to know how many people in the world heard it. Um, probably a lot. But he told he looked me in my face six days ago and said, or or less even, gosh, Six days ago, whatever, and looked me in my face. And after after he heard me say that and said, I think you're going to do it. I see it in you. No, wait, I know you're going to do it. And I think it's going to be easy for you. And so why not me?
0: Perfect. Question, though, is is it really that easy for you? Because there's a, a certain amount of ego that you have to build up in order to push to this level. And that ego can tip to the scale of arrogance. So far, you've held it back but it's a, it's a really hard call. You're incredibly ambitious.
1: Why do I have to have ego to make it happen,
0: do you think? Because you have to have enough pride to keep beating on the door.
1: Mhm. Um I don't know that I would go so far as to say I need the the ego, though I mean I just talked to Heather Monahan and you know and and that episode is Uh, coming out soon and she i mean it's i would call it confidence i would call it confidence as she right i I mean there's a fine
0: line ego doesn't mean something bad arrogance does ego does not ego Ego means ego literally means self uh, yeah i I think that's what it means so i i maybe you're thinking of it as a pejorative but no Mm. i think you're conflating that with arrogance i'm not saying you're arrogant I'm saying that you have to build an ego. You have to have a strong sense of self. You Ah. have to have an amazing amount of confidence, and that can't be easy to maintain. Now, with you, I find it especially impressive because I once was 21, and... You were? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) It's been a while.
1: What are you, you, 23 now?
0: Yeah, I know. It's really sad when I'm a drinking age beyond the drinking age plus, but (laughs) at that age... Most of your peers don't have the patience that you've shown. You are constantly saying, playing the long game, doing this, doing that. And you are acting in a good manner that's patient. However, emotionally, you still have to feel, to a degree, the same nervousness, the same fears that are coming across. How are you coping with that? Are you doing it by... Spreading yourself super thin, or having so many irons in the fire that you can't sweat the one.
1: Well, I have so much conviction. That's really what it is, and and I have, you know, as Tony Robbins would, t- and we're throwing it back to probably the first book I ever read, "Awaken the Giant Within." In that, let's say a conviction is a tabletop, and under that are four table legs, mm-hmm. which are references that support the conviction. And I can look to a couple of different references that support my conviction, like Kevin Rudolph saying speaking that over my those words over over my life and proclaiming that it will happen. I can that's that's a that's a leg. I can look to the relationships I've formed with and and the and the people that I've just had on my show and the people that I'll be having on my show like Mark Manson in 6 days, I got to really Got to really show up for that. I'll have Dan Locke coming on very soon. And a funny story: I sent him at 3 a.m. on Saturday night, or technically Sunday. I went on Amazon and I was I was working on uh, some business process development all night, and I I sent him a lock from uh, from Amazon that said, "Glad to have our podcast on lock. Can't wait to see the lock L O C K in all caps." Um. Can't wait to see the lock on your face when we hit 100,000 views. <laughs> and uh, so that'll, that'll be arriving in, at his place uh, very soon. And and he's got my book and it's just, it's really cool. So, and, and he's sending me his. And, and so I can look to, I can look to all these relationships and the people I've interviewed. I don't need to name them all. You can find them pretty easily. And then, uh, I mean, if, I, if I, I, I'm trying to think, I mean, gosh, I'm on the spot. I haven't really thought about this before, but I mean, I just have I just have so many references that I can point to that kind of add up to me being that guy. You know, I can look to some of the words Rachel Starr said about me at the end of our show. She went on a minute monologue about just me, you know. And I'm not saying that to sound like mean, I'm not. I, I don't want that to come across the wrong way. But it's just an, another reference. Just another reference that I'm using. As, you know, to support my conviction is all
0: you didn 't have these a year ago
1: no no i didn 't have these i didn 't have a single so, again didn 't have a single
0: build that within you right you didn 't have them these are reinforcements yeah these legs didn 't exist. you had to build your own legs uh-huh. that 's the impressive part now on that you had mentioned Tony Robbins and I wanted to drift back into history and there 's a reason for this because again you're a young person, you're setting yourself as an example for a lot of people around you, education otherwise, but there's a lot of people who, especially at that age, feel really, really trapped and hopeless. I mean, yeah. it's a hard age. Mm-hmm. It really is. You're starting to pull out of it because at least at 21, you can go and be in adult places, but especially before that, ugh, that can get a little, a little weird. You mentioned that. You had a tough time in high school. You've said it a lot, and you kind of throw it out there, and then you sort of skittle or skitter around it. So let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What exactly <laughs> was going on as a sophomore in high school?
1: What was going on? Yeah. Well, I just wasn't... Uh, I mean, I, would, I was getting Cs Bs and Cs, and... I was, I wasn't doing, I was in no clubs, didn't, wasn't involved in anything. And what didn't, I only had my one friend, Peter, and, and I didn't, I never, ever had class with him, never had lunch with him even, and throughout all four years. And what my days looked like were, you know, go to school and not really talk all that much and then go home and, and uh,
0: your friend. Where was your friend? You said you never had a class or anything. When did you see him?
1: Yeah. Oh. So here's the thing. Yes. Yes. I was just so after school, you know, we'd go to the gym. We would go to the okay. gym, and then we'd uh, after the gym, we'd play video games. <laughs> um, that was in it. That was an addiction of mine in high school. I'd just literally burn time. Oh my hmm. gosh, it's tragic to think about how much time I burned. There's there are t- there's a time and place for video games. When I go home to when I go to Pennsylvania and visit my family for like, you know, Christmas and I go over to my friend Peters and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll play, we'll play like the newest Madden. Right. And that's still, that's still fun. And, and I'll beat him as always. And, but he'll always beat me in NBA and in, M- in 2k. So it's just that way. I always I'm the, I, I always beat him in football. He always beats me in basketball. So, and there's a time, so that's the time and place for it. You know, it's, it's a really great, great thing for me to like do every couple of months and you know just kind of kick back and relax but i was just oh my gosh for five hours uh like every single day it was and then on the weekends dude oh great <sighs> that was a it was so i mean there were plenty of days i played 10 hours of video games there were plenty you,
0: you said you met at the gym were you working out
1: yeah we'd work out we play a little basketball beforehand yeah
0: Okay, so you weren't completely lethargic and went to the couch,
1: right. right? So, but that, yes, that is that is correct. Yeah, sure.
0: You seem—I hate to say—but are you overly ambitious now and super embarrassed about it? Even though it's the experience of maybe sixty percent of uh, high schoolers out there. Um, what what troubles you so deeply? I mean, you really, really seem bothered by it.
1: No, I wouldn't say. I mean, it's not really. It's, I don't know that I'd say I'm bothered by it. you ask the tough questions <laughs> but, oh wait why are you here <laughs> i know to, to answer the tough questions that's why i'm here
0: <laughs> well you're gonna be on james altucher's show so i
1: uh, no, i'm gonna he's gonna be on my
0: show <laughs> oh well i don't know
1: I'm, it's still gonna I mean, be they, they,
0: they go both ways
1: yeah yeah may go both ways <laughs> yeah in front of a live audience it's gonna be oh my gosh that's uh that's exciting that's a month from now but well, so the question, why am I uncomfortable about it?
0: Yeah. I mean, you bring it up. You're always like,
1: I mean, it was just, uh, it was just a tough time. That's, it was really just challenging. And I was miserable and, and it was, okay. yeah, that's really, yeah, that's it.
0: So what changed it? What pulled you out? What, what, what was the triggering factor that made you actually say, eh, let me do something else.
1: Yeah. Well, it was doing, it was all, it was a lot of, action it was just you know and so like the first couple of things i did were you know apply myself in school at the time and then i get specific
0: give me one one subject give me one i mean
1: so yeah so yeah i'll get specific in that you know when i so my first two years i got a my gpa was about a 3.05 i believe and then the last two years if you take my junior and senior year is 3.65 Mm-hmm. So it was a it was a pretty nice change. It was a pretty nice change and it was it was mostly A's and a couple of B's at that point.
0: Was there and, a particular class though, I mean, that you turned around in or, or had a particular influence on you? Any anything like that?
1: Um, no, not really. Not really. But, you know, from there I mean I started, you know, I was getting involved in, in clubs. I ran track for the first time in my life. I played senior year, um, my f- football tackle football for the first time in my life for the school. I started reading Awaken the Giant Within, then The Mastery of Love, then How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I never looked back from there. And I just kept reading and learning and growing. And then this, this pattern of doing and just deciding without hesitation, deciding to just do things and not really give myself time to think too much about it. And because the more time I have to think about something, I'm more likely to overthink it and probably blow it. And this is everything from doing you know, from deciding to join a club or play a sport or deciding to pick up a book and just read it to approaching someone across the room that I want to talk to. it's every, It's every. For me, it's everything. I mean, I'm a classic overthinker, but, you know, it's different for everyone. And, you know, when I went to college, it was the first week I just decided to do three big things. I decided to run for president of my residence hall out of eight people, and I won. And so all of a sudden I was president and a governing over 500, 600 people. Then the other thing I did was I decided out of the blue to become a student athlete. I met a guy on campus who was a, a cheerleader, a male cheerleader on, on a team of 20 other women. Hmm. And, and he told me that and I was like, wow, I wish I could do that. And he goes, you can, <laughs> I don't even know why I wanted to do it. I just, I literally just, didn't think Hold about me. it. I didn't think about it. And he got Is me a trial.
0: You are a, a male cheerleader?
1: I was for two years. Yes. Well,
0: let me think about that. You were two guys amongst 20. Well, well, we men. were
1: like six or seven guys. And then... and yeah. Either
0: way, it's a good idea.
1: It's a good... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, Head hey, that, that kind of forced me. I remember that through... I was thrown into the fire. I remember that first day being introduced in front of all the girls and just a, a sea of faces that was just, to me, in my memory, it's a blur. Like, I didn't see anything. <laughs> it was just like, what? <laughs> and I was thrown into the fire, and I was forced to learn how to talk real quick. And when previously, I, you know, I would kind of suppressed that skill for, for many years. And so then, and then, you know, the other, the third thing that week was joining fraternity, but that's nothing. Um, But it was just, it was just in getting in the pattern of doing and joining and, and making mm-hmm. friends that, that, that really paved the way for me. And when it came time for me to make a move, which was, you know, a couple of months later, my, the end of my first semester, my, one of my, my mentor at the time said, you know, you should start, he read one of my papers on health that I wrote mm-hmm. for class and, and he said, you need to start sharing this stuff. You need to start a blog. And I said, okay. And so December 2nd, 2016, started a website called jordanparishealth.com. It's now jordanparis.com. And it has nothing to do with health unless you want to cons- We'll go through that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll go through that. Um, and now it has nothing to do with health, really. And so, and I just started writing every week. And from there, it was, you know, I mean, after another period of like stagnation and just kind of like, doing that and being a personal trainer for a while I just decided like to write a book I just literally decided one day it was um it was March 17th or March 18th of 2018 I decided to do it I was at the pool reading another book and I just realized that I was like hey I can write a book I should write a book I closed it and went to start writing on my computer, backtracked because I realized that was a misstep, and so I wrote out fifty different talking points, and those talking points became my chapter titles, my headings, my subheadings, and so I had the steps laid out for me at that point. And mm-hmm. so, what did I do when I had the steps laid out? Well, I walked up the steps, and so it was from there. It was relatively easy. I mean, it's still a really hard and painstaking process, but like it was, just having the clarity is so valuable. Um, you know, deciding to a month, exactly a month later, well, 29 days later, I mean, the first episode came out on April 17th, deciding to start the podcast. I have no clue when, why, or how, what my thought process was when I started the podcast. I have zero recollection. I just kind of did it. I just did it. And I took a leap of faith because I was still naturally a shy guy and, you know, socially. And I wasn't exactly polished in my speaking and I'll, you know, and I'm constantly improving the way I speak. So, uh, but at the time it was a big stretch and I just kind of figured it out and started growing as I was going. I took imperfect action and figured it out along the way. That's a lot of things. That's, that's the, the underlying theme here is deciding without hesitation, taking imperfect action and growing along the way, growing as I go. And from there, I mean, gosh, it's just now it's like when I reach out to my heroes like Mark Manson and, and whatnot, I just kind of do it. And I don't really, like, I don't think about it. I just, I just do it, <laughs> you know? And, uh, like, and, you know, I'm reading, I'm reading a book and I'm like, huh, I should reach out to this person. I do it right then. I'm mm-hmm. listening to a song that I love. Huh, I should reach out to this person and I just do it. There's not really much thought involved. If there was, I wouldn't do anything. So.
0: You also I'm guessing because I can relate to it. You're acting in a role. You're not saying, "Hey, I'm Jordan Paris, I'm reaching out." You're saying, "Hey, I'm Jordan Paris of Mindset University, the host Gro-
1: hey, of Hey, hey, growth mindset university. Oh, sorry.
0: Growth Mindset University. You should be on my show." Sure. It's yes. a different thing. So, within you've built structures around yourself and systems that enable you to move forward, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. And I think recommended for anyone because I would be curious if I just dropped you into a middle of a bus station with no purpose or being, if you would be quite as chatty.
1: Hmm. Hmm. It depends on the, depends on the day. (laughs) It depends on the mood. Um, you know, cause sometimes I am, sometimes mm-hmm. I do put the feelers out there just to see, you know, like I'll just kind of mention, uh, Oh God, what's the, what's the term for it? But I'll just mention something. Oh, a context, like a comment about the context, you know, whether, mm-hmm. whether it's something about gosh, the, the, you know, anything around us, even, even as cliche as the weather. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'll just kind of see how people respond and, and if they're, if they're abrasive, I don't continue, and <laughs> and if they're not abrasive, I do and uh, see if there's a see if there's a conversation to be struck up there. I don't know.
0: Okay, so you're researching that.
1: What do you mean researching that? People. Why? Well, Why well, I like doing that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've put in a lot. I put in a ton of work over the past year and a half. In I mean, because let's put it this. Way. I mean, my father is just was was is not a sociable guy i mean he's great but like he has he has his downfalls where you know it's he he, it's it's tough for him socially and you know it always has been so there's so i i don't have the strong surgeon yeah he's a general surgeon so i don't have i don't have the strongest social genes and so my you know what my father does is he optimizes for it and so he so optimize as in he optimizes his environment and he doesn't put himself in the tough situations anymore mm-hmm. i am fighting with every fiber of my being to put my to to not do that and and become and adapt to those situations that he doesn't adapt to and mm-hmm. that or that he doesn't want to and so and listen, I'm not dogging on my dad, but cuz if you listen to oh, my sh- if you listen to my show, I talk good about him every single like every other episode, okay? <laughs> so, so, like it's great. Um, my family's great, but the um, but I'm just speaking as it is. I don't have the strongest social genes and so I am I've for a year a year and a half that's been my area, my my major area of study outside of the classroom where I'm reading Captivate the Science of Succeeding with People oh, by Vanessa Van Edwards. I listen to every interview she's ever done, I swear. Um, I mm-hmm. listen to a lot of Jordan Harbinger interviews with, you know, not not with him as the interviewer, but as the interviewee. I, I listen to his show as well as the interviewer, but I like mm-hmm. him more when he's the interviewee. And I'll be interviewing him in a couple of months as you've interviewed mm-hmm. him. And, uh-huh. and of course, that was one of the ones I listened to and it was one of the best. And I am diving into, you know, say the laws of human nature behind me. I'm diving into books like Sapiens, even just to understand the roots of, of humans even more, you know, I I mean, even that helped. I'm diving into, you know, learning from people like Mark Bowden who you've interviewed. That was a great interview and I interviewed him as well. I've got his book right behind me, winning body language. I've got uh, one of my favorite books of all time behind me as well on the, on the favorite shelf, uh, the ellipsis manual analysis and engineering of human behavior by chase Hughes. And he's a good friend of ours as well. And he, uh, he's great. And that book was, that book is like the Holy grail for, for me in terms of human behavior and behavioral science in general. I mean, I mean, you, I wonder you, if you kind of
0: your polish, wasn't it? What's that? Well, you're taking this, um, journey yeah. You know, we're almost studying human behavior and output as a skill. Right. And that book I've gotten the impression, because of the timing, is almost sort of like your graduate degree.
1: Yeah. That's exactly. I guess
0: like it have right. been getting the polish on
1: you. Right. So so if we're gonna go if we're gonna go in like a linear progression and it just kinda happened this way, the first book I had read about the topic, and this was years earlier, but I've read this book twice, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. That's what? like that's like the introduction, right? Mm-hmm. If we're to create a textbook of on, on human behavior, like that's the, you know, or on communication, like that's the introduction. And then you kind of go along and you read Captivate by Vanessa Van Edwards. You read, you know, uh, you read Winning Body Language. Then you read, uh, the, the, then you, oh God, what's the other one? And then you read stuff on specifics like neuro-linguistic programming. I have one have one up here about that or no, it's back here. And then I, and then, you know, you get to the, the, the closing, the most advanced thing. Cause like in math, in math, the last chapter is always like the most complex, hardest when you're throwing everything and the kitchen sink together, mm. it's throwing everything at you. And that's Chase's book. And it it's, it goes to another level that, that most people would never even think about consciously had they not read that book.
0: And now what you're doing is you're pivoting because you're reading Sapiens. Yeah, you're going to be digging into Robert green. and that is all about what makes people actually tick. So you're learning about people from the outside in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. I don't know if you realize that's what mm-hmm. you're kind of doing. Mm-hmm. Is it's you're you're seeing the reflection of what they do and how to reflect against them and how to react. But uh, Sapiens, Robert green stuff, uh, Jonathan Haidt these are the books that are going to start giving you that whole deep understanding of why they're reflecting out that. Mm -hmm. Just an option.
1: No, it's yeah. And it's really my favorite thing to learn about really is. (laughs) And, and, and and I have to do it. I have to do my homework on this stuff because it's been a major pain point for at, at, at certain in certain periods of my life. It really, really has, you know, I've, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've had, I've had tears many a times from, from perform, from, uh, underperforming in social situations. I many times, many times. So, um, you know, even, even in my college years, so it's, uh, it's definitely been a pain point. So, it, and I, you know, the only reason I started on this journey is because I knew it was a pain point and I knew things had to change. Like I, it just, I, I couldn't. I couldn't keep going through life with subpar social interactions where I would leave the interaction going, gosh, darn it, Jordan. You know, <laughs> that's what I, like, ah, oh, I'd, I'd shake my head, man. And, and, and Hey, I'm not perfect now. Like I still do that every cup, you know, every few interactions. Like I still walk away. Like, like, why'd you say that?
0: <laughs> why'd you do that? Uh, you know, did I'm, I'm else, getting better. What, what did you do? We didn't notice.
1: Yeah. Right yeah people don't care that much either. I'm, I'm realizing that
0: <laughs> well, and that's got to be hard and that that is a concern of mine. I know you talk about it frequently that you spend every Friday and Saturday night in working while everybody else goes out. Do you have any escapes put in because that's important too.
1: Escapes as in downtime and fun yes okay well well let's let's consider what we're doing now as mm that as fun and we can, Oh get, really? Yeah. Oh, dude, of course this is
0: I that was a little uncomfortable there earlier. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, um, then there's, you know, when I do my show that for in the, in the, you know, once, you know, there's a lot of preparation that goes into it, but once we're like in conversational flow after 10 minutes, then that's a lot of fun. And then, I mean, I go to the pool, I, you know, I, I hang out at the pool right here um frequently i i do make it a point to hang out with friends and hang out with new friends too i you know i'll just i'll just hit people up and uh i i, I like you know i because here, here's the thing don't make a living design a life has been in my instagram by for two and a half years and it's not because it sounds good but because it actually works and so i've designed my life around three criteria And if it doesn't fit one of at least one of these three criteria, I don't do it. I either don't do it at all or I outsource it. And it's borrowed from my friend, David Meltzer, who I've interviewed his mission statement, uh, within his sports one marketing business, uh, with Warren moon that he works with for that business. And it's, does it, you know, make a lot of money, help a lot of people have a lot of fun. If it doesn't fit at least one of those three things, I either don't do it at all or I outsource it. And so, the, the the overwhelming majority of the activities in my day to day are that are at least one of those, if not two or three, and so it's really just like I'm enjoying I'm enjoying life. I think you see that, Eric, because I, 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 we interact all the time, and we you know there there's been points you know there's been points throughout our relationship where we're messaging back and forth every single day. But yeah, so it's 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 built in the the fun and the escape is built in to answer a question.
0: okay, good. I just don't want you burning out on it. Uh, You're you're kind of a extremely high performer right on the uh, cusp of everything right now. Thank you. And to keep things calm, you've decided to go into video. Hmm.
1: I've decided to go into video, but, but yes, I do want to say one more thing about preventing burnout. Um, and, and it is there, there, listen, there are mundane tasks like mm-hmm. doing the, you know, like creating my, you know, audiograms to promote a, to promote a show. Like, uh, I mean, there's like editing and, you know, we're in the, you know, as you know, I stayed up till 5am sat, uh, Saturday into Sunday this past week, uh, literally just hammering out the and and developing the processes of my business. And I'm going to be taking on several VAs very soon to take, to, to do, a, you know, the heavy lifting and the mundane tasks. So that's so, so, cause I do recognize that, you know, if, if I keep scaling like this, it's uh, you know, I, I, there, I do run that risk. So I, I am fixing that. Uh, getting into getting to video, yeah. I recently got over my fear of getting in front of the camera, and I have now this new iPhone XS Max that I got this weekend, and to to shoot to shoot to do videos now because I had an iPhone 6s before, and it's so funny. I upgraded from an iPhone 6s to a 6s because <laughs> I was like, you know, back back a year and a half ago, I was like, I was like, hey, I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need the 10. I don't need that. So, or, or whatever the new one was at the time. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but here I am here. I'm with the XS Max and I'm, and I'm, I've, I've put out, I mean, gee, I mean, it's only been about what four or five videos that I've put out, mm-hmm. which is, which is infinitely more than I've put out in the past, uh, 21 years combined. So that's, that's great. And I'm, like putting my face out there and, and it's, it's like so funny. It's so funny that this is happening because like, I feel like people, you know, I I have, I have 21,550 followers or so on LinkedIn and you know, they, they've all seen my stuff many times and, but I feel like now that they finally met me, I finally introduced myself finally showed my face and uh, other than my picture so it's it's been like a coming out party and it's so funny because I was you know, unfortunately I still go to school and um and I was on campus this morning and a professor who who I'd had uh previously uh hadn't seen him in a long time, he we're not we're not even connected on LinkedIn and he sees me and he goes he goes where he stops me. and goes, "Where, where did I see your face? I saw you somewhere. Was it a magazine?" I'm like, "Well, I've been in this magazine." He's he like, "Oh no, it was, it was LinkedIn. You were, you were, you, yeah. <laughs> it, mm. you had a video on on LinkedIn." And I was like, "I was like, oh, are we, uh, are we connected on uh, LinkedIn?" And I, you know, I pulled him up, and we weren't. But now, now we're connected. It's just so, it's just so funny because finally, like, introduced myself and, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's just a funny, funny little anecdote. Um, that that has come from me creating videos in the past couple of days.
0: Well, wow, That's awesome. And what is next for the uh, blazing star of Jordan Paris? The blazing star. <laughs> What's next?
1: I mean, I got a couple of, uh, I mean, what, just things on the schedule that I'm excited about. Like
0: your yeah, future so that people can look forward. To. Yeah.
1: I mean, in, in six days I'm interviewing Mark Manson, as I'd mentioned earlier, one of my favorite books of all time, the subtle art and, Uh, And I don't need to say the rest of the title, you know, you know it. And, and he's got a new book coming out and I'm really excited about it. I mean, I have it on my phone already. Uh, Hmm. Yeah, it's great. So there's uh, you know, my interview with Dan Locke. So May, May 9th, I'm interviewing Evan Carmichael and then Dan Locke. And then I may or may not have an appearance on Fox with Tucker Carlson at eight o'clock to talk about why formal education is a huge scam. It's still a 50, 50 shot and it's not official yet. It may happen. It may not, but that would be an explosive day. And then, and then two weeks later, 15 days later on the 24th, James Altucher uh, and I will be in New York city in his podcast theater in front of a live audience of 20. And I'll be interviewing him there in, uh, in, in New York city. And, uh, from there i mean I, I mean i've got i've got so many amazing interviews scheduled I, I too many that i've had to stop booking people for for a couple of weeks and so i did and uh so so now as of like two days ago i finally just i finally started the engine back up and reaching out to a few more people and uh, so, so so there's that um you know just with just with enhancing my business processes uh, and developing that even further i've I th- you know I've got a real rather than just winging it, winging it now, like I have with my with my web development agency and really just a marketing agency as a whole you can call it now at this point um, you know I've just been kind of winging it but now I just have so many processes that we're developing and I'm really really excited about that I'm working with my new mentor Dennis Yu the king like of Facebook ads I mean there's no one better at Facebook ads in the world I'd wager to bet and and we're really doing some very cool things there. And that's, that's a big, is a big part of what I'm going to be doing over the next few years. So uh, yeah, I'm really excited. And uh, you know, even just, even, I mean, heck, even, even buying properties around me uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking to, yeah, no, I'm looking to, I'm looking to start buying some properties and, and rent it out to tenants and then, you know, at the right time, sell it. And, uh, you know, just, I, I'm, you know, cause I was, I was very, very much influenced by, uh, Robert Kiyosaki's rich dad, poor dad, which is behind me as well. And, uh, so, so I feel, you know, I've always been interested in it, but like investing, I, you know, I, I always said I wasn't going to do it until I was like a hundred percent, you know, that's not something you decide to do without hesitation. There are some things you decide to do without hesitation. There are some things you don't. Investing and buying properties is not one of them. So I'd been waiting for a long time to finally feel like I knew enough. And I, you know, of course I started in, you know, investing in different stocks and and index funds many years ago, but now I'm at the point where it's like, okay, okay, I'm getting, I'm getting enough knowledge to be able to buy a property. So, uh, you know, I might sound ignorant talking on here. I mean, it, you know, people. I people might think I sound dumb talking about it. I'm 21, but but I promise you. I mean, it's
0: it's it's. I'm, I'm not. I don't. So think you're I'm not. Co- you will be Oprah then. <laughs> What's up? You won't. You will be Oprah then. You won't just have a show. You'll have the network. Hmm. Hmm. The network. <laughs> well, I'll be working for you. Yeah. <laughs> In what so, capacity? In what capacity? Well, me probably janitor, but <laughs> yeah. to wrap things up, what would you advise as the first step for somebody who's looking around and they're not sure what to do?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I mean, there, I mean, there's several things that, I would say, I mean, one of them is, you know, and Jordan Harbinger talks about this. It's dig the well before you're thirsty. If, if you're going to stand around, don't just stand around. Make friends around you. Okay. You know, and, and, and interact with also, I mean, look, look we list, we live in this digital era where you and people like you and I can be friends. And unfortunately we've never actually met before. But I consider you one of my friends. And, you know, there's there's so many, you know, and we've talked about the relationships that, that I've developed. And, uh, and you know, I get to talk to my heroes all the time, you know, three times per week. I get to do that uh, on average. And it's, uh, you know, and, and, and really like I would just, you know, go LinkedIn, reach out to all sorts of people, just extend a friendly hello their way and, and give them gratitude, express gratitude. Uh, you know, uh, to uh, for being connected and, you know, you know, and and throw in honest comments and your honest thoughts about on, on their posts. And when you, when the time comes for you to create content and post, they'll be more likely, way more likely to reciprocate. And I mean, the, 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 with, without my relationships, I'd have nothing. I'd have absolutely nothing right now. Without the relationships that I've spent so much time and effort building over the last few months and years it's uh yeah it wouldn't be pretty and so linkedin you know is really the place to be right now and if you're not on linkedin right now it's going to be one of your biggest regrets in 10 years and uh, because it's just uh, so much most of everything i i've done i can credit back i can root back to that platform i really can And, and like one one comment man can change your life You know, I I remember commenting on, you know, when when Chase, I commented on Chase Hughes' post out of the blue. He wasn't in my network. He had like 10 likes Mm -hmm. and one comment on a post, and I just commented with my honest thoughts. Next thing you know, we're connected. He messages me, and we're on a phone call the next day, and he's like, you know who you should talk to? Jordan Harbinger. I'm going to be in London within next week. I'll FaceTime you. I'll get him on the show. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know who you should talk to? Rachel Starr, you know who she is? Yeah, she's the biggest porn star in the world. Oh, like, okay, and and from there, it was just a like I just experienced such a tipping point, um, you know. And, and there have been several people in the past few months that just—it's shocking me how many people are willing to help uh, because because I dug the well earlier, and and uh, and it's just everything from se- I'm playing the long game and seeds that I planted. Months or even years ago are coming back to me every single day. It's really, really crazy, and I, the results are just compounding because the relationships are there. You, you know, you don't want to start something and have zero relationships. I would go go build those relationships now while you're starting to figure things out.
0: Another thing that you do that you may be overlooking is when people tell you to do something, you act on it. Therefore, they feel like you take their advice seriously and they're far more likely to give you more.
1: Mm, Yeah. I I've done that. Uh, yeah, you, you, I mean, you've given me some amazing help and tips with, with my show over the past few months. And every time I've, I've uh, taken action on it and I was, I was glad I did. And, and I'm always very thankful and receptive that you keep coming back to me. So, I mean, I thank you.
0: And I think others too. Yeah. yeah. Advice to anybody out there. If, Somebody tells you to do something, either take action on it or attempt to take action on it so they feel like you care about their opinion. If you ask them for something or you want a relationship then and you don't act on it, then why would they keep talking?
1: Right. Absolutely.
0: Well, on that note, where can people find you, Dorn?
1: Well, uh, you know, Growth Mindset University, I earn my listeners' attention and I don't waste your time. And we're talking to the coolest people in the world, as I've mentioned several times on this show. And, you know, you want to make sure you subscribe there so that you don't miss my James Altucher, Mark Manson interviews. Uh, Kevin Rudolph will be out next week. Uh, There's so many that there's so much in the pipeline that we're really excited about. And it's just growing growing and I'm just having so much fun with it. And I know you're going to feel that joy with, you know, every episode that you hear and the overwhelming majority of people love it. And, you know, I've got 170 ratings and there's one, one star rating and there's one two star rating. So people like it. So we're, we're, we're having fun there. And then, you know, if you're really interested in learning more about me and searching the guests and finding my social profiles, jordanparis.com. All the social profiles are there at the bottom. If you just scroll down uh, at the very least, connect
0: with me on LinkedIn and send me a message. Very cool. Well, Hey Jordan, thanks so much for coming on.
1: Yes, sir. As I said, it's a pleasure to be on one of my favorite shows.
0: Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, please consider subscribing for free. And I mean, for free, it is always free There's no billing, anything else. You can subscribe in your player of choice, which is probably right in your hands. Or you can go to unstructuredpod.com. And there are plenty of links there. Thank you so much. And in the spirit of sharing, here's a couple more shows you may want to check out.
1: Welcome to Growth Mindset University. My name is Jordan Paris, 21-year-old author and host of this show. And with this show, you and I will embark on a journey to learn the things that we should have learned in school but did not, so that we may take control of our lives while fulfilling our vision of success. Each episode will feature a brand new lesson, and now it's time for today's lesson, So put your thinking cap on because school is now in session. Hi, I'm Susan C. Bennett, the original voice of Siri. Randall Kenneth Jones likes to talk and he loves to listen. Over the past few years, More than 100 people, celebrities, newsmakers, thought leaders, rock stars, journalists, artists, humanitarians, and more have chatted
0: with Randy about the ups and downs and the ins and outs of a life well lived. So if you like conversation, laughter, and thought, Jones.Show is for you. Subscribe for free to Jones.Show on iTunes, Google, or your
1: preferred podcast platform.